Blog Talk Radio.
Father God, I thank you tonight, Lord God, for everybody that's under the sound of my voice. Thank you for everybody that's listening online. Thank you for everybody that's listening on the phone lines, God. Thank you for everybody that's listening to the podcast, listening through Twitter or Facebook, God. I give you glory and I give you praise for them, God. I thank you for blessing them through your word on tonight, God, however you see fit, God. Use me, God. So let your name make it the glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Providence Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. As I always say, I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text comes from Genesis. 45, verses 1 through 15. This Genesis 45, 1 through 15 from the NIV. Then Joseph could no longer control himself before all of his attendants, and he cried out, Have everyone leave my presence. So there was no one with him. When Joseph made himself known to his brothers, And he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him. And Pharaoh's household heard about it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Come close to me. When they had done so, he said, I'm your brother. Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now, do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. Two years now, there has been famine in the land, and for the next five years, there will be no plowing and reaping. But God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So then, it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made my fa- He made me father to Pharaoh, lord of his entire household, and ruler of all Egypt. Now hurry back to my father and say to him, This is what your son Joseph says. God has made me Lord over all Egypt. Come down to me. Don't delay. You shall live in the region of Goshen and be near me. You and your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds, and all you have. I will provide for you there because five years of famine are still to come. Otherwise, you and your household and all who belong to you will become destitute. You can see for yourself, and so can my brother Benjamin, that it is really I who am speaking to you. Verse 13, tell my father about all, tell my father about all the honor accorded me in Egypt and about everything you have seen, and bring my father down here quickly. 
Then he threw his arms around his brother Benjamin, verse 14. Then he threw his arms around his brother Benjamin and wept, and Benjamin embraced him weeping. 15, and he kissed all his brothers and wept over them. Afterwards, his brothers talked with him. It had been 21 years since Joseph had last seen his brothers. 21 years since they had sold him into slavery and then looked back. And here we see that Joseph was indeed the emotional type. But if he got this emotional as a grown man over being reunited with them, just imagine how emotional he must have been 21 years ago as a young teenager about to be separated from them separated from the father that he that loved him indefinitely, kicked out of the only house he had ever known, thrown into a pit and sold into slavery for twenty pieces of here's an interesting fact. Joseph was sold into slavery for twenty pieces of silver. Then as the Midianite and Ishmaelites Merchants were, were passing by. The brothers pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of the well. And they sold him for 20 pieces of silver to the Ishmaelites, who took Joseph captive in Egypt. Genesis 37, verse 28, AMPC. And Jesus was betrayed for 30 pieces of silver which was about $21.60 in U.S. dollars. And Judas said, what are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? And they weighed out for and paid to him 30 pieces, 30 pieces of silver, about $21.60. Matthew 26, verse 15, AMPC. You see, Joseph was being made to be like Jesus. You see, Joseph was being made to be like Jesus at an early age. And some of you have experienced the same thing, misunderstood at a young age, hated at a young age, abused and or abandoned, left alone at a young age. But how do you handle the weight of such an, such an anointing. But how do you handle the weight of such an, an anointing at a young age? How do you process being sold out by those closest to you? How do you process being hated because of what you told them? Hated because of what you showed them? How do you process being abused because you're young and naive? Abandoned, left alone Because you're misunderstood Joseph was young and naive Being just 17 years old When his brother sold him into slavery Which means he was 17 When he first came to work for Potiphar And 17 when Potiphar's lustful wife First laid her eyes on him So imagine Joseph being young and trying to process the fact that the brothers he loved hated him enough to throw him in a pit 
sell him into slavery and abandon him altogether. Imagine Joseph trying to do his job from day to day at Potiphar's house to the best of his ability, but noticing out of the corner of his eye, Potiphar's wife looking at him, checking him out. Imagine him feeling some type of way, but not saying anything. Imagine him feeling some type of way, but not saying anything, and knowing he wouldn't be in that predicament had his brothers not sold him out. Then the day came. Now, I'm not sure how old Joseph was by then because he worked for Potiphar for about 13 years. I did my homework. I know he worked for, for Potiphar for about 13 years. But the Bible doesn't say, say that the day came. The day came when she made her move. The Bible says it like this. And though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her or even be with her. Verse 11, one day he went into the house to attend to his duties, and no one no one of the household servants was inside. None of the household servants was inside. She called him by his cloak and said, come to bed with me. But he left his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. Genesis 39, 10 through 12. You, all, you really ought to read your Bible. It's interesting. Genesis 39, 10 through 12, NIV. After which she lied on him and had him sent to prison. But my question to all of you under the sound of my voice, you know I like to make you think on Polyphifier. If you're not new, you know I like to make you think on Polyphifier. So what do you think happened between Genesis 37, when Joseph was hated, misunderstood, thrown into a pit, and sold into slavery by his brothers? What do you think happened between Genesis 37 and Genesis 39, when he was being hit on sexually and had to run out of the house, only to be lied, lied on and in prison for at least two years? He was in prison for at least Two years. What do you think happened that got Joseph to, to feel, to feeling like he felt in tonight's foundational text? Something happened because he was kissing on them and hugging them, just like nothing had happened. So something had to happen between Genesis 37 and Genesis 39. Or was it between Genesis 37 and Genesis 39? But somewhere. Somehow, something happened and changed Joseph, changed how he felt about the situation. And that's my question. What do you think happened that got Joseph to feeling like he felt in tonight's foundational text? In Genesis 45, where he is heard being emotional, crying, sharing an intimate, loving moment with the brothers who 21 years prior had did him so much harm. What do you think brought about such a beautiful, moving, such a a beautiful, moving family reunion, family healing, after there had been so much hate, so much hurt, and so much pain? Because in Genesis 45, we can see clearly that healing definitely took place for Joseph and his brothers. 
Family Healing, tonight's message. That's the title of tonight's message, Family Healing. While you're thinking about what must have happened within those 21 years that the brothers were separated that would bring about healing, let me just say, I don't know who needs to hear this, but let me just say, the anointing on your life was birthed out of the greatest pain of your life. The anointing on your life was birthed out of the greatest pain of your life. Joseph had to go to prison. Think about it. Again, you know I like to make you think on prolific fire, so think about this. Joseph had to go to prison. Think about it. Joseph couldn't interpret dreams fully when he was at home with his father, sheltered. He had dreams, but he didn't know for sure what it all meant. He had dreams, but he didn't know for sure what it all meant. It wasn't until Potiphar's wife lied on him and and he ended up in prison, isolated from the rest of the world, that the anointing to inter- that the anointing to interpret dreams fully and accurately was birthed. The anointing on his life was birthed out fully and accurately after he he was isolated and in prison. That's when the anointing was brought to maturity. See Genesis 39 and Genesis 41. Joseph Joseph's anointing to interpret dreams was birthed out, brought to maturity in prison, in a season of isolation, when he was locked away from society because he had plenty of time to be on his face before the Lord. And, and that's key. He had plenty of time to be on his face before the Lord from day to day undistracted. Somebody, don't despise the season of isolation in your life. Don't despise this season of isolation in your life. God pulled you away from the world because you're not of the world. And there's an anointing that needs to be birthed out in you, brought to maturity. Don't despise this season of isolation. God pulled you away from the world because you're not of the world. And there's an anointing that needs to be birthed out in you. Brought to maturity Don't despise this season of isolation A new anointing Is being birthed That's for somebody Don't despise this season of isolation Because a new anointing Is being birthed So what do I think happened Over the years that Over the years that they were separated They were caused Such a powerful healing First of all I think Joseph at the age of 17, and on his way to Egypt, sold into slavery, had all the normal emotions. He was hurt, crying, mad, and confused about it all. I think none of it made sense for years, but Joseph had to let it go and live. Like many of us, we got plenty of things going on that don't make sense, but we had to let it go and live. And I believe that Joseph had to let it go, push it to the side, and live. And so day by day, that's what he did. I'm sure as he got older, he noticed how things somehow had a way of working out for him, which means that God was definitely on board with the plan. There was favor all around Joseph, all while he was in prison, all while he was at Potiphar's house, all while he was in that pit. 
because God was on board with a plan. And I'm sure when he got older, he noticed how things somehow always had a way of working out for him, which means that God was definitely on board with a plan. Beloved, remember the scripture that says God knows the plans he has for you. Remember that scripture, Jeremiah 29 and 11 from the NIV. He never said the plan went hurt. Hear me. He never said the plan went hurt, only that it wouldn't harm you. Think about it. There are a lot of things that hurt you. There are a lot of things that hurt you, but none of it, well, not all of it, not all of it can be can be considered harm. There are a lot of things that hurt you, but not all of it can be considered harm because some of it did help. Whether you're willing to admit it or not, it did help. I think for Joseph and for many of you, it's just like Jesus said in John 13 and 7. I think for Joseph and for many of you listening under the sound of my voice, it's just like Jesus said in John 13 and 7. Jesus said to Peter, you do not understand now what I'm doing, but you will understand later on. John 13 and 7, AMPC. And I think later on came for Joseph when he was 30 years old and released from prison. I think later on came for Joseph when he was 30 30 years old and released from prison. In Genesis 41, Pharaoh sent for Joseph to be brought from the dungeon, brought from prison, because he needed him to interpret a dream. He had a dream that needed to be interpreted. Again, see how Joseph, uh, Joseph's anointing to interpret dreams had been birthed out in isolation. Had Pharaoh sent it for him and everything, his, his, his anointing was fully and it, it was accurate after being in isolation and on his face before the Lord, away from other people. Somebody you need that isolation you're going through. Don't despise it. So Joseph interprets Pharaoh's dream accurately. Pharaoh sees that he can trust Joseph and promotes him from the dungeon, promotes him from the prison to the position of governor, second in command in Egypt. I think that's when Joseph, I think that's when Joseph, started to have a change of perspective, started his work in Egypt, his assignment as governor. When he started his assignment as governor, he saw the people's needs and how lives were being changed. I think that's when he realized that everything that had happened to him had to happen the way it did because it all helped him get to the place of his destiny. Somebody hear me. Your place of destiny is waiting for you. Stop wishing that things were different because it all had to happen the way that it did. Your place of destiny is waiting for you. Stop wishing that things were different because it all had to happen the way that it did. When you change your perspective, healing will, healing will take place for you and some of your family. When you change your perspective, healing will take place for you and some of your some of your other family members. I can't guarantee you that you will embrace and cry like Joseph did with his brothers because every family is different. But a change of perspective on your part 
will bring healing for so many closely related to you. Three times in Scripture, we see where Joseph had a change of perspective. He had come a long way from the 17-year-old night. He had come a long way from the 17-year-old naive kid he used to be. He finally could see what God was doing. It made sense. He understood now. First in Genesis 45, verse 5. Joseph says it says to his brothers, and now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here because it was to save lives. You see his change of perspective. He could see what God was doing and why God, why God allowed him to be sold into slavery, why God allowed him to end up in Egypt. He had a plan and he knew, he know he knows now that the plan was God using his brother's anger, his brother's hatred of him to get him to Egypt. He used them. They were just an instrument being used by God to get him to Egypt. So he could let go of all that anger and all of that because now Joseph can see that God has a plan. And I want you to know that within your family, God has a plan. But you have to trust it. Again, Joseph said to his brothers, and now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. Genesis 45 and 5. Second, in Genesis 45 and 8. So then it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made me father to Pharaoh. Lord of his entire household and ruler of all Egypt. And lastly, this verse we all know. And lastly, the third time in Genesis 50, verse 20. You intended to harm me, he said to his brothers. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good, to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of lives. The result, healing. That's the power of a changed mind, of a renewed mind, a new a new perspective. Maybe, beloved, there's another way. You ever thought about it? Maybe there's another way to see that thing. Let's pray. Father God, open the spiritual eye that many who have been blinded by hurt, blinded by pain, can see you working in the midst of it all working to reunite families, working to bring healing to families where there has been separation, bring understanding to to bring that one you have chosen from among the family to that place of destiny. Joseph was chosen, and so are you here. Joseph was chosen, and so are you. Watch God be God. Amen. In Jesus' name, to God be the glory. I pray somebody on the side of my voice got something out of tonight's message. If you're not saved, pray this prayer with me. Father God, deliver that one that desires to be delivered, changed, desires to be changed. Gently tug on their heart until they open up and receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior, until they admit that they are a sinner in need of Jesus, according to Romans 10, 9 and 10, according to Revelation 3 and 20. Do it, Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen.
Now, perhaps you feel led to so you can do so by accessing the PayPal. It's paypal.me slash prolific fire. Paypal.me slash prolific fire. Or you can use the cash app to be a blessing if you desire to do so. It's the dollar symbol in prolific fire. The P in prolific is capital. The F in fire is capital. Written all together, prolific fire, dollar symbol in the front. Or you can go to the website, prolificfire.com. Join me for prayer. That's right. I will be leading prayer Friday night on Faith on the Line. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. By calling the same number that many of you called tonight, 347-426-3782. We are switching, switching places. It's the Almost the end of the month, the end of the month, and we're switching places. I would be on Faith on the Line praying, and guess what? Providence Paid would be right here with us on Prolific Fire next Monday, bringing forth a message, however the Holy Spirit leads her to minister on next Monday. You don't want to miss it. Same night, time, and place. So join us for all of that. If you got a prayer request, Friday night is the time to do it. I will be opening the phone lines to pray with you. I'm going to pray, first of all, with the Lord put in my spirit to pray. And then I'm going to open the phone lines and pray with you. Until then, everybody, have an awesome night in the Lord. I'm out. If you're on the phone lines, you can hang up manually. That's fine. I got to restore my computer. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.